Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. This week, I get to play a game that I've wanted to feature for years, and that is Bulldogs, the tongue-in-cheek sci-fi romp that puts players in the role of conscripted galactic delivery employees in a hilariously cruel universe. I think we had the perfect group for the game, and I hope you like it as much as we did. A Woman with Hollow Eyes, the Kickstarter campaign to fund OneShot's first dramatic campaign set in Monty Cook's Invisible Sun, funded in the first week. And we are only about $600 away from our first stretch goal, which would allow us to bring in guest performers. I'm so excited to make this 10-part campaign the best it can possibly be. Please check out our first session stream to get an idea of where our story might go. And if you like that, please support us in this endeavor. If you're curious about our plans for A Woman with Hollow Eyes, or you want to learn more about our playstyles, be sure to tune in to the OneShot Twitch channel this Wednesday, where Darcy and I will discuss A Woman with Hollow Eyes and gaming in general. That's Wednesday night at 6 p.m. Central Time at twitch.tv slash OneShotRPG. A huge thanks to all the heroes that came out to our meetup and playtested with me at PAX Unplugged this last weekend. I had so much fun at that convention, and a big part of that was you. Before we get to the show, I'd like to take a quick moment to thank our backers on Patreon. Jose Alvarez, thank you. Maddie Von Campen, thank you. Uh, Luke Deerdorf, thank you. Good job, dude. Nailed that. You know, it's just I've got a natural talent for (laughs) pronouncing names properly. Laura, thank you. Zachary Gwynn, thank you. Patrick Harris, thank you. John Andrews, thank you. Melissa and Kyle Rollins, thank you so much. Michael Richards, thank you. Alex Kimball, thank you. Robert, thank you. Scott Andrews, thank you. Victoria Jenkins, thank you. Seed Schlapper, thank you. Vincent Killian, thank you. Timothy Noble, thank you. Chris Ostvang, thank you. Dan Phipps, thank you. Rebecca Kirsch, thank you. Wesley Griffin, thank you. Macy Larson, thank you. Joseph Brosh, thank you. Kelly Twenton, thank you. Twetton. Twetton. Kelly Twetton, thank you. Ken Coleman, thank you. Thanks again to all of our backers on Patreon. Remember, if you are a Patreon backer, you are getting an exclusive side story to campaign centered around everyone's favorite spacefaring archaeologist, Lintel Laroon. And with all that out of the way, let's get to the show. All right, heroes, let's meet our party for this week. We are at Metatopia. We have a lot of fantastic game designers, avid game testers here as well. Uh, so I'm just going to start uh, with our first guest. Alex, welcome to One Shot. Hi, thanks, to, thanks for having me. Uh, Alex Tully, I am a game designer. Uh, I'm here at Metatopia showing off my game Writer's Retreat. It's a survival horror RPG that uses a blackout poetry element to make choices in it it's been a lot of fun yeah a lot of like games. literally literally like taking an existing like piece of writing and crossing out things to to get powers and stuff to survive this horror game it's really neat um uh, be sure to follow alex on social media to yeah uh, my twitter is at alex tully lives uh all on where no underscores or anything and then uh, my gmail is the same alex tully lives at gmail so all right next up we have a returning voice to one shot uh, would you reacquaint our audience with yourself? Yes, this is Marshall Bradshaw. I'm a theater critic down in Washington, D.C., also producing some theater and, of course, a little bit of game design since I found myself here at Metatopia. Yeah, uh, that Metatopia, that, that siren call of game design <laughs> brings you back. 
And um, I definitely want to uh, let everybody know that the DC theater scene is fantastic. And I use that those words very specifically because that's the name of the publication I normally use <laughs> for. DC theater scene. Check it out. We have just like this crazy theater community per capita down there. And if any of y'all like theater in addition to games, definitely come by the Capitol. Yeah. And, and you'll remember Marshall from our Traction Park episodes where we limped our way through that puzzle game. But we did make it. <laughs> God. <laughs> I hated that kid so much. That kid is the worst still. Um, and I am really, really excited uh, to introduce Brennan Taylor, who designed Bulldogs, the game that we're about to play. Just a quick note to our audience. I have been excited to play this game for literally years. I've gotten to run it once, but never play. And now is my time. So, Brennan, I'm going to hand things over to you and take us away. Excellent. Uh, well, I am Brendan Taylor. I'm going to be GMing the uh, game for everyone tonight. And as James mentioned, the game is Bulldogs. So please check it out. It is available. Uh, and uh, also coming out in January 2017, the first campaign book for it called Heart of the Fury will yes. be available. And what we're going to do to start off is uh, we have uh, some pre-gen characters that I've handed out to everybody, and we're going to go ahead and give those characters some names and introduce them uh, from one by one. And we'll start uh, with James. Your character is a Kenrig. The Kenrig are a green-skinned race of aliens that look humanoid and have a uh, proclivity for perhaps uh, less uh, than up-and-up activities. Mm-hmm. So uh, the names that Ken Reek tend to have are things that uh, sound like uh, bad movie gangster names. Oh, that's <laughs> perfect because the name I had in, in my head as soon as you explained uh, what the species was to me uh, was Skivo. Skivo. <laughs> that is a good gangster name. All right. Skivo is your character's name. Uh We'll step on to the next character. This is a Dalam. The Dalam are big, blue, uh, three-armed, three-legged car- uh, creatures. Cool. That, uh, they're like seven feet tall, extremely strong, also extremely dexterous. Their long arms are like tentacles with little uh, manipulating digits at the end Ooh. of it. Um, the Dalam's names sound uh, like they're almost Roman in sounds like Marius or... Oh, cool. I'm going to go then with just Brutus. Let's just go Brutus. with Brutus. Yes. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. And then lastly, we have Marshall's character. Uh, this one is an Ursemonite. The Ursemonites are a small species of teddy bear-like creatures that were supposedly bred for a companion or uh, some sort of mascot creature, but something went terribly wrong and they're all little jerks. <laughs> How do you not fall in love with this species just immediately? <laughs> like, oh my God. And uh, their names, they tend not to have last names because they don't live in very large communities. They can't stand each other either. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they, they'll either go by some sort of nickname or some uh, short, not particularly uh, complicated name like Gun or uh, Carl. Then Rux. Rux. Excellent. Nice. (laughs) Absolutely perfect. That is indeed perfect. All right. I did a little bit of prep work for these and set up uh, a lot of the aspects and skills that your characters have. So what we're going to do is sort of go around and you're going to introduce yourself with some of your aspects and some of the skills so that the other players are familiar with what you do. And we'll start with you again, James. 
Um, so my character, Skivo, for his heritage aspects, uh, he is good with numbers, and there's always a loophole. Uh, he's also got the aptitude of, I know a guy. His class D is, things got too hot, and his captain aspect is, let me take care of it, captain. <laughs> All right, so Brutus has uh, heritage aspects big and blue, and fast friend. Uh, his aptitude is top-notch engineer. His class D is wrong side of a crime boss. And his captain aspect is please don't help me, captain. <laughs> <laughs> and then with Rux, we got as his heritage aspects cute as a button and vicious little bastard, which is <laughs> kind of two sides of the coin there. Then aptitude, I'm a scrapper, class D. I mouthed off to the wrong guy, which I assume is... Anyone that I didn't manage to kill with my knife after mouthing off to them. And my opinion of the captain is he's just an idiot. Nice. <laughs> and you are not wrong. The captain is uh, by, uh, is an NPC, and his name is Lauren Callahan. And his Class D qualification, so the, the what you are all uh, doing is flying a Class D starship. Mm-hmm. A Class D starship is hazardous uh, delivery service. Uh, working for a company called Transgalaxy. They hire uh, anybody who will apply, put them onto a junky old ship, and run it until it gets blown up or, you know, they make their money back. And uh, his Class D, your captain's Class D qualifications are gross incompetence. Mm-hmm. That's why he ended up captaining a ship in your uh, your neck of the woods. Uh, his Transgalaxy trouble is that he has the best captain's license money can buy. <laughs> <laughs> And his management style is, let's see what I can do. <laughs> now, if we're all working for a delivery company, are we wearing, like, the same, like, uniform and, like, brown shorts? That's uh, it's strictly I mean, possible. Uh, you're probably wearing, like, space jumpsuits. <laughs> with extra limb holes for me. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. right. Yeah. <laughs> and Actually, extra adorableness for I me. everyone's spacesuits probably have extra limb holes. They're just modifiable for different species. Oh, so I like it's that. one no size matter, fits all. No matter what you are, it doesn't fit right, and it, it's, like, yeah. terrible. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. So one of the other things we need to do is uh, give the ship a name. So your ship is a medium-sized freighter with small engines. It does have heavy laser batteries and uh, some heavy hull plating as well. Um, it is Its concept is that it is a mass-produced freighter, and the trouble is that it is uh, built with shoddy manu- manufacturing, so pieces of it are uh, probably peeling off or dropping okay. down mm-hmm. all the time. Um, its strength is that it's well-supplied. I had a silly idea just hearing that. The Indestructible 2. <laughs> Indestructible 2, yes. There it is. All right. There Perfect. Go. So your ship is called the Indestructible 2? Yes. <laughs> All right. One last thing we are going to do before we get started is everybody's going to have a, a couple more aspects, and these aspects are going to be pointing at each other. So you'll see that there's two uh, aspect, empty aspect slots on your sheet, and they say shipmates above them. So you're going to be pointing one at one, each of the uh, other two characters. And this is basically your character's either attitude towards or typical interaction with those other characters. So, James, what do you have pointed towards Brutus? We're friends, right? <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> That's a great aspect. <laughs> I like that. Uh, for Rux, it's don't touch my stuff. <laughs> All right. Perfect. All right, Brutus. 
Skivo, right? Is that Skivo? Skivo. <laughs> what a name! Hey, we're um, friends, right? Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go with. I'm keeping an eye on you. <laughs> Very good. And over here for Rux, I'm gonna go with get in your cage. <laughs> I thought you were a fast friend. Oh, there's my bro. I was. I have. To, I'm thinking. I'm the seven foot tall guy. When you get like wild, I can be the one to be like, okay, we got to remove you from. Well, your you, cave. you, you creepy little oh, things are supposed to be man's best friend, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh. So you, you're well, you scoop me up. And yeah, put I'm picturing yes. in front of the do, one I'm supposed so to. So do stab. you have a literal yeah. cage for him? Uh, you do not. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, great trained. he's great trained. <laughs> he's great trained. <laughs> Go to your very small and very mobile cabin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, that leaves you, Rux. Uh, let's get one pointed at uh, at Skivo. Uh, I don't see what my sister sees in him. <laughs> oh my oh. god! <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's a whole backstory there that I'm not sure we want to find out about. (laughs) That's awesome. I think we'll come to terms or someone's getting stabbed. Um, (laughs) How about for Brutus? It's happened before. (laughs) Um, Can't admit, but saved my life. Oh, okay. So there's a little bit of loyalty there. Sure. That's nice. All right. So let's jump right into it. You all are, uh, you are, as I mentioned, trans galaxy delivery people. Mm-hmm. You've been assigned a, a job at Job Tower, which is a space station that orbits the uh, planet of Arsabar. Job Tower is, was built there to keep people like you off the planet's surface. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been, uh, you've been sent here to pick up your, your latest cargo from Trans Galaxy, which, uh, as you arrive, it appears to be a single crate. Uh, it appears to be some sort of uh, cryogenic storage pl- crate. Well, don't you think this is a waste of our time? Don't ask me. I'm just the engineer. I don't know. We could fit way, my, way more than one crate. We, we, what are we getting paid for this job? Uh, apparently enough to send us around. So I'm going to put in another complaint to HR. You, I'm going to put in another complaint to HR. You, you do that. So while Transgalaxy may be a crummy place to work and they don't treat their employees very well, they do tend to look the other way if you happen to uh, have a little, few extracurricular activities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So maybe you want to try and find out uh, if there's something else that you might be able to bring along on this yeah, journey. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. And I know a guy. <laughs> of course you do. So what we're going to have you do is uh, make a contacts roll okay. to see uh, how relevant this guy you know is. Let's see. And because I've got the aptitude, is that a free invoke on that? Or? It is not. You'd have to spend a fate token to invoke okay. that. Okay. Okay. You know what? Uh, we're, we're, we're starting out... Uh, Let's let's have the fate tokens flow here. All right. It looks like ooh, that's good. That's plus 3 on top of my contacts, which is 4. That's a 7 plus 2. That's 9, baby. Wow. Yeah. Okay, you definitely know a guy. I mean, he's not a nice guy. Oh, absolutely not. So, how uh, how illegal do you want this cargo to be? As illegal as possible without being sad. Well, you can determine how sad it is. Okay. It's it's a dozen crates of nip uh, destined for uh, uh, a Rigelian colony. 
Rigelians are big cat people. Yeah, there it is. Oh, nice. <laughs> they get so playful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's sad if you own a sweater factory or are wearing a sweater because that's gone. <laughs> Nip is harmless. It's a victimless crime. <laughs> it's barely a crime at all. <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, you can you can get enough crates of those. Those twelve crates will uh, will fill your uh, cargo hold quite nicely. Oh, there we go. Now I feel good about this job. This is personal. <laughs> By the way, this is personal. These are my personal crates. I just uh, I can uh, cut you in on some of my personal crates if uh, you you gentlemen will help me load them up. <laughs> Skivo. Which uh, rucks with all the muscles of an Ursemanite is definitely like this scrapper. So even though he's tiny, you see him underneath this giant box that's like teetering in the air. And you just kind of notice that there must be a teddy bear under there as he like helps muscle one of these in. And it's like, he's going to be taking up so much room in the cargo hold. This is bullshit. Yeah. Well, well you guys are uh, like lifting them to load them up. Uh, uh, Skivo has, has just been like talking about the mission and like camaraderie and, and teamwork and how important it is as he's sat down, um, not loading anything, mm-hmm. uh, just talking to you guys. Well, you can, you can handle one of those things all by yourself. That's what's so amazing about you mammalian species is that you guys work together so well to, to, to lead a team and accomplish tasks that uh, I just find fascinating. And it's kind of a one for me, one for you kind of set up as Rux is throwing one box into his private, like, kind of hole <laughs> and then one out in the cargo hole. And Brutus is walking in and grabbing the one from your room and taking it back out where it needs to go as you're doing each one of these. And anyone that are left, he's got one in each arm as he's carrying it. He's got three arms, so he's balancing the three, maybe using two to pick up the one you just dropped, carrying three <laughs> at a time out of the room. Uh, watching you, making sure that you're doing what you're supposed so, to. So, Rux, you you certainly do a, a, a yeoman's share of your uh, of your loading, but clearly Brutus has taken care of the majority of it. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. I mean, especially you, as you I really just... you really can't compete with the three arms. No, and I mean, I could like even I got three legs. I could hacky sack one of them down the hallway if I really needed to. <laughs> and, well, and the second time yeah. you take one from my room, I just take a smoke break. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and Brutus finishes loading the cargo himself. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That's Brutus, about right. Brutus, good job. You're, you're my most loyal co-worker. Did I ever yeah. tell you that? You all the time. All right. You tell me that all the time. So I'm going to tell you one last little uh, mechanic that uh, you may not know about, which is uh, this is the crew refresh out here on the ship sheet that you'll observe. Mm-hmm. And those can be used by anybody. So uh, anytime you are in need of a uh, fate token, you can pull one off crew if need be. But that means when I compel the ship or the captain, it goes into the crew reserve because I'm compelling all of you, basically. Hmm. Okay. And... Cool. What I'm going to do is go ahead and slap down a compel as the captain emerges oh, Jesus. and takes a look at the manifest. And he says, uh, oh, oh, Brutus, come here, come here. It looks like we've made a mistake. These are clearly not our cargo. Please take them all off the ship. Oh, no, no, no. Captain, 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 Captain. Um, that is weight balancing. We're, we're hauling cryo, remember? Weight balancing? Yeah. We don't, need it. we don't need any weight balancing. No, 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 no. The ship doesn't. You're absolutely right. The cryo does. 
That, if that chamber is disrupted even a littlest bit, we're really going to be depending on you on uh, the star charting for this one. Because if it's disrupted even the littlest bit, the sensitive instruments inside there could be jostled. If they get jostled, the whole run's ruined. That's why they provided us these dummy crates to weigh down the ship and prevent jostling. Well, the captain looks like he might be convinced, but I think I want you to have you roll a rapport to give us a chance to see if you can convince him. Let's see if my hot streak continues. Oh, it's not bad. It's yeah, not bad. But that luckily is... for you, the captain is incompetent. <laughs> <laughs> a report of four. Okay, excellent. So the captain got a two, Ooh. which means that you have beaten him by two, a margin of two, which is more than enough for a success. A captain says, uh, oh, well, oh, if, that's, uh, if that's the standard procedure for these things, I'd hate to get in the way. <laughs> All right. Cap- carry on, get in the carry way. Carry on, and, gentlemen. And uh, Brutus, uh, you described him to me earlier. He's got a kind of an amorphous face, right? He's got like three eyes that can kind of move. His, or his head can swivel. His head it? can swivel his around. Head, so, so it's just kind of looking at the captain and then swivels back and gives a dirty look over to uh, <gasps> and then heads right back. Don't look at me like that. Whereas Rux is just like slapping his knee. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I proceed to continue. Oh, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. Do you hate money? Is this a new thing where you hate money? Uh, I, I just can't. I just can't with you right now. Broody, baby. It's me. I know, it's me. You I know, I know, know it's you. This is going to work out. I know it's you. That's the you, problem. Hey, this is going to work out. All right. Bruce, we'll you're see. trying to stay on this ship forever? Exactly. I like this ship. This is my this is my place. This oh, my is- God. There, there are no less than five billion better places in the galaxy. Okay. I, I'm still, I still like this place. This is my place. This is my home. Oh, my God. Have you no ambition? I, you be- know what we're going to do? When we get, when we cut you in off this score... We're going to take your money, and we're going to go out, and we're going to have a good time. And you're going to see how nice it is to have money. The last time we had a good time, you left us both behind at the last bar, at the first bar. I'm a creature of simple pleasures, all right? And I'm also a creature of complex pleasures. And I had to pursue the complex pleasures. And I'm not going to apologize for that, because that's who I am. He doesn't apologize for his weird, freaky eye, and you don't apologize for being a weird... It's true, I don't apologize for the way I look. I don't feel like I should have to. And so we all agree to disagree. And I think that's fine. I think that's fine. And with my twisted head, I shake it at you and then walk away. (laughs) Perfect. And uh, Rux just smiles at Skivo, which of course is like a teddy bear face, but like one of those ones at a dentist's office where you see Oh, real like teeth. an Ewok. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like real human teeth inside. Mm-hmm. Only <laughs> much sharper, much okay. pointier. Excellent. Uh, you're a pilot, right? If I remember correctly? That is that is correct. Uh, mm-hmm. Rux is in fact the pilot. Okay. He is actually a terrible pilot. I have a pilot of plus one. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I have, I have none, so I guess that's something, right? <laughs> Something's better than nothing. Nothing, I it, guess, is. Right? <laughs> it is. All that, so, all that stuff I said about jostling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah. Rux, uh, you have the coordinates uh, that were given to you by TransGalaxy uh, where you are to deliver this package. Is that the same place as the NIP is going? Uh, actually, no. The NIP is going to a, a, a Rigelian colony that is uh, slightly out of the way. <laughs> okay, so looks like we're going to need to slingshot, right? 
just slingshot using this planet's gravity to, uh, you know, propel our way over to the place where we're delivering. And hey, wouldn't it be great to refuel there? You know? One thing you did notice about the delivery <laughs> location is that it is in the uh, section of space known as Barricado, uh, the Barricado sector. Uh, Tell home. me about the Barricado section. Mm-hmm. Or uh, sector. Do you roll for that? Uh, <laughs> no, no, you know about it. Uh, it is a relatively uncharted area of space uh, that is a notorious haunt of the Barricado pirates, the most notorious pirates in the galaxy. Uh, All right. Christmas. Okay. Do you realize that there are Barricado pirates all up and down that place? Yes, I do. But fortune favors the bold. All we have to do... Hey, Rux, all we have to do is depend on your skills as a pilot. How many times have we been in a rough situation where you've guided us right through it? That you've gotten us into. I think we all get into these situations together, Rux, or I could take a larger share of our treasure. I mean, payment. (laughs) Legal payment. Fortune favors the rich. How much is my share standing right now? I don't know. I can barely see you because you're not standing very tall. It's a biological fact that you need less of a share than I do. Look at how tall I am. How big's my share? I say from my room you know, down the hall you hear yelling out my seven foot tall frame all right kind of sticking fine out. fine fine <laughs> whatever yeah. okay if we see even one pirate no bonus okay but we'll give you a give you a small bonus if this is an easy breezy trip how's that sound rux nothing has ever been an easy breezy trip you know that's a captain's fault you know that's a captain's fault. He's always messing things up. 40%. The captain hears you re- referencing his uh, his name from the cockpit. He's like, don't worry. I'm lo- I'm laying in the navigation routes now. Oh, that's got to oh, take well, 20 minutes to undo. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter now. This isn't even split. It doesn't matter. <laughs> We're running into pirates no matter what. Judge your lasers, okay? Always do. All right. Thanks, captain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my pleasure. <laughs> Always, always good to help. No jostling. Even split. Mm-hmm. Even split. Rux, you know, waddles all the way up to uh, his pilot seat. And right his... next to the captain's seat. Oh, God. <laughs> I should be paid extra for that shit. Um, <laughs> and, of course, gets to work undoing the captain's uh, navigation. <laughs> As happens every time. Like, basically, half the buttons on his console don't even work anymore. That's probably mm-hmm. probably wise for you to have disabled some of them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because you uh, clearly, also because you the see, ship is garbage. Yeah. But. You see, yeah, he was routing you directly through a black hole on the way. So. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Slingshot. Um, so I remember I go that time ahead. we ended up in that mirror universe. <laughs> <laughs> you look good with a goatee. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I'm going to plot a course right into the Barricado sector. All right. Yeah, your ultimate destination is also in the Barricado Scepter, a little deeper than this uh, this ice planet where you're delivering the Oh, uh, heck, nip. we were going there anyway. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I want to get the nip off first and get my money. Because I know, like, this, this cryo job, that's, like, going to give me some company credit. Like, that's going to be bullshit. The nip is where the money is. 
Uh, that's absolutely true. <laughs> <laughs> so priorities. We're uh, going to go visit some cat people. All right. So uh, nice. go ahead and give me a uh, – uh, you can choose to make it either a systems or a piloting role to uh, sort out your navigation. Well, those things being equal, I think it's systems while I'm doing this navigation work. <laughs> which is a negative one. So Excellent. Rux is just cursing and thinking, oh, this is bullshit. I can't believe I have to deal with this captain. And what does he do while he's so distracted? Well, you forgot to take some of the captain's coordinates out of mm-hmm. your uh, mm-hmm. navigation. The, uh, the, the captain's a man who enjoys his jelly donuts. And when he eats his jelly donuts, some of the jelly like spatters and – it lays down and it covers like one of the routes, so you didn't notice. I think. <laughs> you didn't notice, so you uh, you punch in your hyperspace route and uh, don't notice that it's going to be taking you an extra week to be getting to uh, the, the Rigelian planet. Well, fortunately, we have a lot of nip. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily, your ship is well supplied. Uh, the nip is relatively inert for any species besides Rigelian, so it's it's not going to give you a lot of pleasure. Not, not Ursemonites? Not Ursemonites. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Get a slight blows off of it, maybe. <laughs> He's going to try. He's going to try. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, your, your trip through hyperspace is uh, taking approximately twice as long as it should have. Anything that you uh, plan to uh, get accomplished along the way? Um, let's see. Because we're, we're going into pirate territory. Um, I think what Skivo is doing is he's looking through the few disguises he has in his closet. And he's got a little black book. Um, and it's full of burned identities. Uh, and he's just <laughs> oh, yes. trying to see which... Wait, Skivo is the best name he could come up with for his like, 18th identity. Which identity is burned with these pirates? Because mm-hmm. I know I've burned an identity with these pirates before, and I don't want to get shot immediately. So he is j- essentially just trying to figure out who has screwed over these pirates so he doesn't accidentally introduce himself as that person. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, that will fall under... And I think that's a things got too hot. Things got too hot. Absolutely. I will go ahead and give you a token for that. And uh, we're going to say that uh, the uh, the identities that you have, it's proving a little difficult to find something that isn't going to be so hot that you're going to have... Uh, oh, boy. Oh, that's right. I really like hitting up this sector. I forgot. <laughs> Well, pirates do have a lot of money. Yeah, they do. They do have money, and they're so jolly. They're just jolly folk. When, if you don't, if you don't when rile not, them, when you're, they're not cutting your throat anyway. That's the space rum. Yeah. The space yeah. rum. <laughs> they wear the best space hats. All right, so yeah, I, I was desperately looking for an identity, and I did not find one. Mm. Excellent. Uh, so how about you, Brutus? Oh, I was going to ask, how is the ship holding up doing extra work than it's not? I mean, we, if we set it in for a certain amount, if it was expected to hold So yeah, bit, when you're going, going on, on a long journey like this, uh, there is a certain amount of maintenance that uh, Transgalaxy will support. Sure. Uh, this one is uh, going to bring you to right to the edge of that. Okay. <laughs> uh, so if you want to try and... And uh, coax a little more efficiency out of the engines so that you don't have to pay extra for fuel out of your own pocket. Okay, so that may be something you want to so, do. So um, I'm going to, you know, that would be as an engineering job. I'm going to say that he's in the engine room. Uh, Brutus is in on sitting on top of what must be like the weirdest looking chair imaginable, rolling back and forth, <laughs> picturing like a some sort of tripod with wheels, like sliding back and forth across the place, putting out as many little 
he's just tinkering at everything, making sure everything's good. And uh, I guess I'll roll an engineering check on that Absolutely. to see yep. how that's going. So that's going to be a plus four added on to this, which would be plus two, so plus six total. Uh, that's oh, no, the, it's a minus. The, These the, are minuses, the, the, so they You have two minuses as well, so that's so a net zero. That's so. zero, so it's four then. Yeah, because your engineering is quite good. Yes, my engineering Luckily is great. For you, uh, you can, in fact, coax some extra... Uh, time out of this so that you guys won't be out of pocket for any of your fuel awesome or that's great work. if um, you can find some place in the barricado sector to uh, refuel anything. oh of course yes <laughs> and we've insisted that it's a good place to refuel probably not actually true <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll find out as long as you're a pirate which we're really halfway to being yeah absolutely. now i notice for mine i have a plus two when i use larceny for burglary absolutely would you suggest that uh, going into Skivo's room, his private quarters, and trying to steal one of the letters that my sister has written to him as burglary? Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I need to get my hands on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a slight, it is going to be slightly more difficult because Skivo, as a Ken Rig, uh, does not sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, <laughs> then I need to um, create something for him to have to look into, Yeah, which is, of course, just like anything that has to do with fucking with the cargo. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right. So the nip cargo or the regular cargo? I, I think you'd be able to invoke against me. Uh, uh, don't touch my stuff. That's my. That, so I'm going to touch one of your stuff you. so I can get the other stuff. Oh, yeah. All you need to do to like rile me is like imply that I've touched you that you've touched my stuff in some way like do you touch my stuff <laughs> stay away from my stuff okay so definitely step one is rux um going outside your room and he's kind of teeter-tottering on his little fuzzy legs and just giggling and just says oh <laughs> man that nip <laughs> Hey, 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 hey! <laughs> he comes out of the room. He's, he's got a spray bottle in his hand. What did you do? <laughs> stop, stop, stop that. Tries to, like, taste it just to see if it was booze. It's just water. Mm-hmm. Hey, your breath. What's that on your breath? <laughs> Have you been digging into the product? He, like, picks him up and, like, shakes him. <laughs> you jackanape. You're going to ruin everything. You have any idea what that stuff is worth? Must be a lot. It can't. <laughs> it can't work on you, you stupid thing. Maybe you're gonna get a light buzz off that, but that's nothing compared to what those cat-brained idiots are gonna get off of it. <laughs> I don't know if you smoke enough of it. No, 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 no. <laughs> Listen to me. Listen to me. We're gonna get money. And we're gonna buy you real drugs. Okay, real drugs. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna make sure you didn't contaminate anything. I can't believe this. So, you were you were compelling uh, Skivo's asset uh, uh, aspect. So that means you got to give him one of your tokens. Here is a fate. Oh, ah, pleasure doing business with you. A bulldog's <laughs> token. A bulldog's token. Indeed. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, um, that, so now now with him out of the way, you can try to bust into his room. Mm-hmm. Oh, which I do with. Mild success. Um, <laughs> well, let's see. I got, I rolled a minus one. My what? larceny is a plus three. And then I have, when I use my larceny for burglary, plus, plus, two. plus two. So you mm-hmm. end up at four. You That's end up right. At four. four is actually pretty decent. Uh, 
the lock on Skivo's room's good, but it's not that good. Mm-mm. And it's not the first time I've broken in. No, it's not real. Sure, it is not. <laughs> All right. So you can find some of the uh, compromising letters from your sister to Skivo. Oh, and I know exactly what you find. It is a letter from your sister saying, Find enclosed another thousand credits uh, for you and your great charity work that you do. <laughs> no, no. I am no. so proud that you've taken Rux under your wing. <laughs> <laughs> you monster. <laughs> and greatly anticipate your return with love and admiration. Um, I don't know what your sister's name is. Um, um, slug. <laughs> slug. <laughs> it's canon now. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Name. <laughs> Except that she spells it as, with like a little heart instead of the U. Yes. <laughs> oh, that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> it looks like slog. <laughs> I guess the if the heart really has a crev- crease in the top, or just like a space in between. Like, I, God, my sister. Uh, and just like filled with rage, Rux trashes the place and storms off. All right. Uh, as this is happening, Brutus hears the whole thing going on. He can hear you at least going in there. He pokes his head in and sees you tearing this place apart, top to bottom, as you're going nuts. And I'm going to, uh, hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? Um, Where are you supposed to be? Vicious little bastard to just keep on, like, just <laughs> taking a dump on his bed? No. no you can nope. absolutely do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even going to. I don't think that's exactly a compel. Uh, well, get where you're supposed to be. Although you, were ta- you said you were taking a dump on his bed? Taking a dump right on the pillow. Okay, yeah, I no, think that's no, yes. Don't, yeah, yeah, don't that do that. Right, oh, God. No, go. Don't back don't, up to three. Get, get to your cage. Get to your cage okay. now. Get. I'm invoking. Get in your cage. Oh, you're invoking. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Go, get out of here. Get out. Get in. Scampers off. Very good. After like hissing. I'm (laughs) hissing. (laughs) I'm doing my best to clean up as much as I'm leaving that bit for the end. But I'm gonna try and put your place back together. As you're doing that, the captain strolls by. Yeah. Oh my! What happened here? Uh, uh, Brutus made a mess. It's not my room. I didn't make a mess. Why are you trashing other I, you crew members' rooms? I'm I'm cleaning. I'm helping clean this area. You can see I'm folding stuff as we speak. Look at see, I'm folding. Oh, wait, well, let me help you. Oh no no no! I got this, Captain. <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't don't help me. I'm good. Uh, which I believe. are you sure about that? I'm I'm very sure. I got this, and I grab the soiled pieces and I'm, the the blanket, and I'm kind of wrapping it up to like. No, no, I'll help. I'm going to go ahead and compel you. Oh, Uh, no. Uh, Then I hand him the the dirty, soiled sheets. He'll take those. Uh, He he casually sets them aside in the hallway and then goes inside and starts rearranging all of uh, uh, Skivo's stuff. And putting yeah. it back in the no! wrong place. Yeah. This was the perfect crime. Uh, two other guys have touched this since me. Yeah, you, <laughs> Captain, I'm sure you can... Re- that's not what my remains would look like. That's small teddy bear remains that are on that My bed, 3D right? erotica! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rux definitely, like... Ursaminite's crap little heart shape. Oh, yes. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Oh, yes, they, <laughs> <laughs> they smell like cinnamon. 
<laughs> yeah. So it was an attempt at being disgusting, but it ended yeah. up just being cute. Yeah. It, they're basically the, the little chocolate mint yeah. left on your hotel pillow yeah. of revenge shit. Yeah. Yeah. In, in, in more European sections of the galaxy. Yeah. It's like turn down service. Yeah. They just feed her Semenites coffee and make coffee from those poops. And it's the highest quality. Okay. Captain. Wow. <laughs> Highbrow humor here. Highbrow humor. Uh, Welcome to the one podcast. <laughs> so while the captain and I are going, cleaning the place up because the captain's refusing to to not, uh, is there, uh, are we finding anything among his Skivo um, stuff in the process? Oh, but of course, because I compelled you. Oh, yes. So, so something bad is going to happen. Okay, good. Uh, the captain pulls something out and he says, oh, I, what's this? This uh, looks like... Uh, I'm not sure, Captain. This looks like something from one of our previous cargoes here. Uh, oh, what in particular? Well, these uh, these medallions that we were delivering mm-hmm. to the uh, to <laughs> I don't know who, who the Volcrons. Yes, know. to the Volcron planet. Yeah, for their uh, for their uh, annual games. Yeah. Oh, uh, it looks like several of the gold ones ended up in this room. Uh, uh, I think Skiba won those. Skivo told me he won those so I don't know (laughs) he He told told me he won them okay so uh, why don't you make a rapport roll do you have rapport? I do two plus so uh, that would be a plus one plus one so plus five plus five? oh no sorry plus three and the captain yes Mm. has a minus one I had a lie all queued up in case that didn't work. So luckily your captain is pretty incompetent. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Relatively easy to trick him. That's a common refrain of this game. (laughs) Yeah. He says, uh, oh, that's interesting. I didn't even realize he'd entered. And he puts them. He says, uh, these should be hanging on the wall. (laughs) (laughs) Hanging on display them. I like it. My glory days. (laughs) At that point, Skeeto returns to the room. Yeah. The captain maybe missed his his opportunity here as calling to be an interior decorator. <laughs> yeah. Well, thankfully, he didn't harm any of that nice cargo that we have. <laughs> Hello, Captain. What brings you to this wing of the ship in my private space? Well, it looked like it got a little untidy. I was helping. Uh, I was helping uh, tidy it up. Anyway, carry on, carry on. And he steps outside, picks up the. Uh, the, the heart shaped the, the, <laughs> and hands it to Skivo. <laughs> yeah. Can't huh? that's good taste, the man's got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Smells fantastic. He he looks around, goes, My erotica. Oh, I'm gonna have to spend all the rest of this trip reorganizing it. Brutus! Yes, sir. What happened in here? Uh your little teddy friend came in here and started tearing some stuff up. That creepy little thing. I'll deal with him. Brutus. Yes. You're my most loyal co-worker. You, you say that a lot. I just feel like I can really trust you, I, Brutus. I, good, good to know. All right. I am going to start rearranging this erotica. Thank you, Brutus. Do you need any assistance? No, this is a... This is a private thing. Bruce. All right, then I'm off. <laughs> <laughs> a little, little alone time. <laughs> All right. 
So uh, you managed to swing into – you're coming into Bar- Barricado space, mm-hmm. uh, coming towards this uh, ice mining colony. The Rigilians come from a frozen planet, so they often live in these uh, areas that are more unpleasant for other species. <laughs> but uh, they'll, they'll, they'll be quite happy for the delivery of Nip mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that seems to be uh, on its way in. It's a service that we're doing for society. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's great for chronic pain. Mm-hmm. Or boredom or whatever. Or boredom. Chronic boredom. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So that means you need to bring the ship down onto the planet. That will be a piloting check. Yeah, let's see about that. Uh, There are some uh, very strong winds and uh, rotten conditions on this planet. Like I said, it is a frozen world. Okay. Well, I think... No, let's have some fun. No fate points. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, uh, that's not bad. God, that's I got plus a one. plus two overall. A oh, plus two? Yeah, because uh, plus one from the roll. Oh, one, that's plus right. Plus one yeah. from my... Because I'm a plus one <laughs> pilot. Nice. Plus one boy. Excellent. So uh, you bring the ship in. As you're coming down, the uh, crosswinds do make the ship uh, tilt a bit, and uh, you scrape one of the uh, the uh, wings on the ground as it comes to a landing if this ship comes decommissioned i might get assigned to a different one without this asshole no they'll give us a new worse ship and they won't risk their expensive models so when we're trying to outrun pirates we'll end up dead he makes a strong point <laughs> he makes a strong point so you can go in and assess the damage if you want to brutus um all right so there's to be another uh, engineering zone i assume engineering role yeah this is an engineering role basically all you're trying to do is discover if there's any uh particular aspects sure, sure, related sure. to the damage um, that are on the ship. So that would be... Uh, so that's uh, four, uh, three. Oh, a three. A three. Yeah, well, your engineer is actually competent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's like the one thing I got going... Well, I mean, that you in- need a competent engineer if your I, pilot I, isn't competent. I, <laughs> I am an en- I'm engineering minded. I'm very strong, and that's about what I got going for me. <laughs> so. All right. Rux is watching you working and fixing the ship and just absentmindedly asks... Why are you even here? I like this ship, and I'm using my arms in all directions behind me to like grab different things, and I'm moving stuff around. I got no, but but like, but like, what? You you have to be here, right, Brutus? No, uh, no I don't have to be here. This is a job; it keeps me busy. What? They are paying you, right? A working wage plus whatever plus my my yeah, but, large uh, percentage uh, uh, that have been promised. Uh, no, 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 Nobody wants to work for this place, though. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm a company man. I, I kind of like. Brutus, this is not a place you go. This is a place you end up. I, this, okay, but I like where I ended up. I'm happy here. Who are you? What <laughs> are you? I'm just a guy who likes his ship. There are ten dozen prisons I'd rather be in. I mean, theoretically. <laughs> Obviously, if I was facing a prison. I would expect you to try and get me out of it. But, which we have before. Ten dozen prisons I'd rather be in than transgalactic. They're the worst. Ten, ten million, billion, jillion prisons out there are not the indestructible two. Wow. Wow. He really is the most loyal employee. 
I've got the awards to prove it. And he spins around, and there's like employee of the month, every one of them. There's there's been one month where Ruck somehow got it, and we're not sure how it happened. Stab the uh, right guy. Yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah. And uh, you, there's there's Skivo's on one, but he's clearly pasted his paste. Yeah, oh yeah, over <laughs> someone else's. It's and it's always the most recent one. Yeah, he's <laughs> so he just goes. Yeah, look, happened. I was the, I was the best employee last month. Don't you remember? Yeah. <laughs> July was a good month. The <laughs> <laughs> well, captain uh, strolls down, says, uh, "Well, looks like we're here at our destination. That's uh, six hours uh, shore leave. Everyone, uh, I will be at the bar." Strolls off. Yes, sir. Into the putting on his Hawaiian shirt <laughs> <laughs> over his parka. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. All right. So a uh, Rigelian that looks as shifty as Skivo uh, approaches the ship. Well, if it isn't my old friend. Yeah, it's me, Marl. Marl, buddy, how have you been? Well, this place is kind of a shithole, so not great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not great, not great, not great. You should but see his private quarters. <laughs> what you should think about, Marl, is how in the next couple of weeks you're going to be rich. That's what I've been thinking about. So you've got everything? I got everything. I got everything. In fact, this is a beautiful shipment. You know, we normally bring in a normal shipment. This, this is the top stuff. Not only is it great quality, it is in higher quantities than anyone else. You're going to be able to drown out your competitors. Drive them right out of business. Perfect. Bring it on down. Well, well, there's the matter of... The risk that we took to get here. All right, so you're going to try to haggle I with them? I am going to try to haggle with them. <laughs> <laughs> and let's see. God. Uh, I'm good with numbers, so I will spend that fate point. Okay. So that's going to give you a plus two to your roll. Mm-hmm. And good. I needed it because sure I got did. a minus two. Uh, so my haggle ended up as three. Well, you're lucky because he didn't roll too well. <laughs> I got a minus one on my roll from his base of three for Haggle, and so he's down to two. So you managed to squeeze a few extra credits out of him. It's it's a long process, though. Yeah, Marl, Marl, come on. You know me. I, it's Skivo. I know Skivo. That's why I don't want to give you an extra dime. No, 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 no. Okay, okay. That's what I do to rubes and suckers. But you proved you're not a rube and sucker. Look. You passed the test, all right? Over here, on the other side of Skivo's test, I'm the most loyal friend you could possibly have. And I'm hauling primo nip in quantities that you're not going to see in a year. Two years. Well, then you better bring some out. I want to test this, see how primo it actually is. All right, all right. Broody. Yes, sir. Uh, Can you bring over one of the crates so that our good friend here can inspect it? Uh, Brutus goes up and he palms one of the crates and just <laughs> marches it forward with his, I guess, the closest thing to a scent. Oh, he's he's like uh, asymmetrical, right? So I'm he's, go- ra- he's radially, <laughs> radially symmetrical. Oh, okay. So uh, you have like one arm and one okay. leg sticking off from the, each three sides of your body. Basically. Oh, okay. I was picturing myself a little different. Okay, like a starfish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, okay. So yeah, one of my many my three arms is just kind of po- holding out this big box, and it kind of just. Leans it down and drops it right in front of this, uh, in Mar- in front of Marl. He pulls out a uh, a little crowbar, cranks it open, 
pulls out some of the nip, waves it under his nose a little bit. See, that's good stuff. That's pure stuff. Yeah, you can see his uh, pupils die. No, 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 mom. He'll put it back. We gotta and save says, some uh, for the customers. He says, uh, "You're right. That's primo. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll kick you a few extra bucks." Marl, thank you. Thank you. This is why I come back to the sector, even though it's swarming with bloodthirsty pirates. It's always nice seeing you, Marl. It's a good thing the pirates don't care about ice. Yeah. Well, I wish I wish actually they hated ice so that they weren't here so that we could... Never mind. I don't like pirates. That's unless great. Unless they're running some gambling establishments here. Well, <laughs> you're interested in gambling. I can help you out. Really? Ruck's like... <laughs> Pops his head out from where he was listening very nearby. He's like, uh, have your guy uh, bring all the crates down and put them in my warehouse over here, and I'll, uh, I'll show you to, the, uh, to, to where the games are. Sounds good. Our friend Brutus has never had a good time in his life, apparently. Not once. I like to think I've had a good time, but I don't know. I, you know what? You know what? I think that's an optimistic statement is what it is because your life has been crap. It's been horrible, objectively, but <laughs> but if you thought that was good, you wait until tonight. Tonight is going to be the greatest night of your life, guaranteed. Well, I don't know. I don't know, Skivo. I, I just kind of want to hang here at the ship. I don't know if this is such a good idea. No, mm, no, 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 no. You need to live. You need to live to understand how miserable all of your life is. Brutus, big guy. You know how much it pains me to agree with Skivo. Yes, it does. A lot. But we just made a big score, mm-hmm. and we have a casino to get to. A couple hours of shore leave. We'll be back in time to make the rest of the run. You'll, you'll be on the ship still, but you're going to have fun first. All right, if you guys insist. And he'll pick up the go, start heading in to grab the rest of the boxes. Okay. So basically, they stand around while you unload the box. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. To be expected. <laughs> I think Rux and Skivo might actually bond for just a moment talking about like stories from casino We're nights. Check out the dancing girls and the dancing boys and other genders. There's like a slew of like dozens of genders. They all dance and they wear <laughs> weird little dangly clothing. It's, it's wonderful. All the species. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's going to be a biology lesson for you. You're going to love it. It's like a zoo, but with strippers. Have you ever (laughs) seen someone made of slime? No, I You're going to see more of someone made of slime than you've ever seen in your life. You're going to see another stripper use that stripper as a slip and slide. Oh, gosh. Guys, <laughs> I don't know about this. <laughs> this is, this All right, is a little much. Off to me. the uh, casino you go. <laughs> it better be it? as good this? as we've hyped it up. What you does know? this casino look like? So the the uh, the station itself uh, is just a couple of little like Quonset huts that are on, on the top of the ice. <laughs> when you go inside, you can see that there's like steps that are carved down into the ice, so there's like rooms down inside the ice. Las Vegas, <laughs> not even Atlantic City. This is like a bar that has a virtual poker machine or a slot machine. <laughs> And so there's a there looks like the, you know the the stripper is kind of a bored forty year old lady. <laughs> <laughs> Rox is just 
devastated. <laughs> I can't believe. Skeeto Drink it in. Convinced. Drink it in, boys. <laughs> we have arrived at Xanadu. <laughs> Marl says, uh, the game's over here in the back. Ah, <laughs> uh, Xana, don't. Just uh, kill me. Where's the slime people? <laughs> uh, Marl says, uh, oh, they can't live here. It's too cold. Oh, okay. Good for them, because I don't think they want to be here. No one wants to be here. <laughs> hey, 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 you haven't played the game yet. But what, what are we playing, friend? Uh, Donjon Cubes. Donjon Cubes. Okay, okay, okay. Didn't do too well last time on Donjon Cubes, but, but, Broody here. This is your first time doing this, right? Uh, yes, my first time, guys. You know what that means? Beginner's luck. Beginner's luck. Oh, no. <laughs> uh. All right, how do I play Don John Cubes, guys? I don't even know what I'm doing. What does the table look like when we it's get in there? It's easy. You'll take right to it. How do we play Don John Cubes? <laughs> 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 Why well, you roll the donjon cubes? Of course. Is it a is it a three three symbol dice that have pluses and minuses and blanks by any chance? <laughs> are there chips you can use to weigh your roll? That's that's how it works. Oh, absolutely. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Maybe Brutus can do this. I don't, I don't like those kinds of games. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like those kinds of games. <laughs> Perfect. So uh, yeah, Marl is uh, not running a particularly clean game here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I we know weren't intending on playing one. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So uh, uh, Brutus is going to have some beginner's luck, of course. Okay. Yeah. You you win you win big the first couple of rolls. Oh, absolutely, I am, and, and I'm loving it. Brutus has never had this sort of like exhaustion. Oh, no. He's like he's got two of his arms on the table, one's holding the dice, and the other hand shaking. He's like, Guys, I got this. I got this. You do. It's beautiful. I do. Don't break the table, kid. I, I'll i try not to. And he throws the next set of dice out there. It's like, all right. Oh, good, good. How about double or nothing there, Brutus? Uh, absolutely double or nothing. <laughs> um, I... Mm. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I can't admit, but he saved my life, and I can't let him fall for the double or nothing. Like I, I was hoping okay, that we were I, gonna get. This out is of actually here. a compel to you, then. Yeah. So I'm giving you a token for that. Oh, because to shut my mouth? No, to help out your friend. In yeah, because like because Marl runs you're taking this a place. Risk. You're yeah. taking a risk. Marl is the guy who runs this place, and you risk pissing him off if you're uh, if you start helping out. Uh, I believe we're currently in possession of his money, anyway. It is Marl's money that you are betting here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You don't keep a place like this running if you let money exit the business. Exactly. Ever. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I know what I'm going to do. There we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm going to provoke oh. Brutus. Mm-hmm. So you stop paying attention to this and you can't make another roll. Okay. And so Skivo can make out with the money. <laughs> All right. All right. Do so I need to do anything to oppose this if I want to keep gambling or no? Absolutely. Or? You would be rolling your resolve. Uh, where's my... Oh, okay. So it's only a plus one. All right. Okay. Can... Yeah. Oh, and oh. how are you going about this provoke? What what type of emotion are you provoking in uh, Brutus? I only get a one. Anger? Oh. Curiosity? I'm going to just tell him everything I think about that god-awful ship. 
Oh. <sighs> Good thing you're here off that worthless piece of crap, the Indestructible 2. What, what? Can't believe that you wasted so much of your time in this rusting hunk of crap. It's god awful, the worst ship that they could have given us. Given us. And I can't believe that I've managed to keep that thing together as a pilot. I mean, clearly it's always been my wonderful piloting that has kept us out of trouble, but I don't think that that terrible collection of junk is going to hold together for even another hour, let alone another mission. Okay, uh, so there, you, got, you got a three, right? Yeah, so... And you got a one. One. So, so yeah, it's, it's clearly it's working. working. You, yeah. hear, you hear the cracking of... Uh, what, what's the table made of? Is it ice? Is everything made of ice in here? Is oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The hand, his two <laughs> hands go right through and crunch the two that are holding the table. The dice drop out of his hands onto the floor, and his weird head kind of swivels and turns towards you. What did you say? And Marl's like, hey, hey, take it easy on the merchandise. I, I, I'm going to roll a stealth to surreptitiously place the dice on the table in a winning position. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh! Oh, very, nice. very good. Very good. Because um, he's, yeah, he's busy, distracted by that. Um, stealth is only... I'm going to go ahead and give you a plus two on your roll because these guys basically created an advantage for you. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool, cool. And nice. Well, this is for Good. money. Always spend fake points on money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I think I think it's uh, there's always a loophole because okay. like the loophole to this is putting the dice down the way you want them to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the loophole to winning dice games. Yeah, That's true. <laughs> Watch as I change these. This terrible roll. <laughs> So, yeah, the fate point got canceled out, uh, but with a plus two, I am at a three. Okay. Uh, oh, no. Marl is also at a three. <laughs> what happens in the case of a tie? Uh, so what happens in a case of a tie is you get a uh, partial success. You I, you are successful, but Marl is also successful in some way. Can I, can I throw out something? Sure. Is there any way that in my rage I can, I'm watching you and in ranting point out that he's touching the dice? No, oh, that's like a failure. Oh, that would be a failure. Okay, never mind. Yeah, I want but it. I'd be willing to compel you for God. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So while I'm while I'm I'm oh, so while I'm ranting, this is it's your home. The indestructible Jew is your home. How could you have a problem with your home? I'm sitting here in here learning to roll dice with you because I love you guys as friends, and he's over here trying to make it better for us by putting my dice in the winning slots, and you're here trashing our home. I was just making sure like, they were broken. Hey, I was just hey, making hey, sure hey, they hey, weren't hey. broken. Hey, he's a strong boy. Okay. He's a big, beautiful, strong boy. You saw how easily he lifted those crates, and he gets riled up. So I was making sure he didn't hurt the dice. And I know that we're playing a straight game here, aren't we? Because we're Are you all... implying I'm a cheater, as Marl says, as he reaches for his gun? Uh, I think at this... I'm, I'm going... Can I, can I mm-hmm. toss him as a physique? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Just going to grab him and throw oh, him across the room? Oh, I'm heated. I'm, and I see somebody about to attack somebody else in my family. I'm going to... I was just going to... Skivo. Skivo. Skivo's going to, like, place a, mm. place a hand on your shoulder. Or how, I try to step in between them, maybe. Uh, yeah, ste- step, so he steps in between you. Um, yeah. And he, like, sort of opens his jacket to reveal he's got a blaster as well. Listen, friend. I thought we were buddies, Skivo. Try to rip me off. We are buddies. Hey, hey. 
This is Skivo you're talking to, all right? <laughs> oh, I know who I'm talking to. You know who you're talking to, so you know I know every crooked game in the galaxy. Look, I'm not going to blame you for trying. I'm not going to blame you for trying. This <laughs> is Broody's first time ever gambling, all right? And I, I know there's a temptation for you to take advantage of that. Look at his big, sad, weird face with the legs and arms and everything. <laughs> that's that's a sucker's face if I ever saw it. I don't think I could resist that temptation either. Pretty sure it has suckers. I think <laughs> what this situation calls for is the first fair roll of your life. All right? Let's, let's let him try. The odds are in your favor anyway, right? He says, uh, all right, we'll give it a shot. But if you win, you're going to keep playing. Now, 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 wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. If he wins, you just keep bilking him in the game where he's got lower odds until uh, it doesn't work out anymore? That, that doesn't sound like anything. I think you need to go back to your ship. Brutus was having a good time. Now. This is your friend Skivo, but uh So he's gonna roll a provoke against mm-hmm. you. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's 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 getting my hackles. <laughs> <laughs> and this is opposed by Resolve. Resolve. Oh shoot. <laughs> 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 well luckily he uh he got a dead even roll. I got his a... provoke is a plus two. Okay, I got a plus one, so my uh provoke uh, ended up being a two as well. So it's partial. Uh, you resolve a resolve, yeah. Ended up being a two as yep. as well. So it's a partial success. So uh basically he's trying to get you angry enough to leave and you're trying to uh to convince him to have a straight game. Um while he you and he are squaring off, mm-hmm. uh he's basically he is successfully intimidating you. He, you've, he's made you back up a few steps from the table. But while he's not paying attention, that's when Brutus makes his roll. Yes! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what we're going to have you do is just make a straight-up fate roll. Yes, this is going to be completely game. random. <laughs> <laughs> this is fate dice. Oh! oh hey, plus God. three. Plus three. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's and, a winning roll. Yeah, and Brutus. Brutus is cheering, and you, I guess, are you also joining me? I'm grabbing oh, you and holding you in the air. Hang, if if you weren't grabbing me, I'd be hanging off your arm otherwise. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I'm tossing you up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm catching you with different arms as I'm cheering with one, and then you're, you're grabbing <laughs> And Rux is the doing the Ursemonite in delight giggle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Hey. hey, And then then, uh, at that point, yeah, Marl realizes what's happened and looks back and he's like, All right, don't let no one say I don't run a clean game here. And he'll slide your winnings over towards you. Awesome. Now let's turn these. But I think we're done for the night. Yeah, exactly. And you want your money back, right? Let's turn these into some substances. Yes. (laughs) That I can provide. (laughs) (laughs) Well, heroes, that's it for One Shot this week, but don't worry. We'll be back next week with more Bulldogs. Remember to please support A Woman with Hollow Eyes, One Shot's first dramatic campaign, which is currently funding on Kickstarter. We've already hit our goal to make the campaign happen, and now we're looking to make it even better. And remember to tune into our Twitch channel this Wednesday at 6 p.m. Central Time for a Q&A with Darcy and myself. 
If you're looking for other great gaming shows, check out Adventure. Adventure is an actual play podcast hosted by Pranks Paul that focuses on generating fan fiction for established books, TVs, and movies through tabletop games. Adventure will feature a rotating cast of players in a variety of media properties. Currently, they're going through the Animorphs, and it was one of my favorite games to play this year. As always, we end one shot with a call to action, and this week I once again need to talk about net neutrality. Heroes of Free and Open Internet is the reason that I'm able to bring you shows like this. Right now, the FCC chair, Ajit Pai, is looking at rolling back protections that guarantee a free and open internet. If you like shows like One Shot, if you like the idea of any small business anywhere being able to survive and compete with larger businesses, then I'd ask that you please support net neutrality. Net neutrality, of course, has a much farther reaching effect than that, but it is the reason that my voice is reaching your ears today. Now, although Ajit Pai is most assuredly against net neutrality, there is something that we can do to stop him, and that's contacting our representatives. Raise your voices and let your representatives know that you support net neutrality. The easiest way to do that is by calling. Now, when I call my representatives, I use a site called fivecalls.org. On Five Calls, you get issue summaries for issues like this, contact information for your representatives, and a script to read while you're on the phone to make sure that your ideas get across. Calling is quick, easy, and it can have a huge impact on important issues like this. To find out more about net neutrality and other issues like it, head over to fivecalls.org. That's the number five, calls.org. OneShot is a proud partner in the Chicago Podcast Co-op. If you're an advertiser looking to reach an engaged Chicago audience, be sure to contact the co-op about advertising opportunities. And if you're a listener who wants to find new shows, be sure to check out Tight Pencils. Tight Pencils is a show that explores the process of making art and comics. Each episode, Matt and Kevin sit down with a maker, drawer, cartoonist, painter, or designer to find out more about their work and what inspires them to create. As always, a big thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend about the show. You can also leave us a rating or review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. If you want to hear more from the show, be sure to follow us on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod. Check out our Tumblr at OneShotPodcast.tumblr.com. Check out our Google Plus community. Or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you're looking to inquire about advertising rates, live appearances, and commissioning episodes, or you have a question or comment about something you heard on the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. OneShot is a joint production between Peaches and Hot Sauce and Paracosm Press. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with tons of great podcasts, videos, and live shows for you to check out at PeachesAndHotSauce.com. Finally, that music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes! Okay.